Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. All right, welcome to the Natural Homeschool Show. I am Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com and I am the creator of the Montessori Way Foundations Framework, which is a six month program that gets you on your way to becoming a centered, organized Montessori guide as you nurture happy, normalized children and also learn how to create smooth, successful Montessori days. So welcome to the show. Today, we are talking about a very important topic, which is chores or a way for children to help to learn responsibility, independence, and confidence. So before we do that, I want to invite you to join two Facebook groups that I have going. It's two communities that you're going to enjoy being a part of. Uh, one is for homeschoolers. No matter what method you're following in your homeschool, you're welcome to join the Natural Homeschool Community. So go to Facebook and search the Natural Homeschool Community. You will be able to find it and request to join. We would love to have you there. I share tips. I share ideas, printables. We have conversation. Everything goes on in there, and it's a safe place to talk and ask for advice. And then if you have decided that you absolutely love the Montessori method and you want to follow that philosophy only, then you are more than welcome to join the Montessori Way Prep Room, and that is a Facebook community completely free as well, where you can come and learn more about Montessori and that is where I share more Montessori-specific um, ideas and topics and things like that. So you're more than welcome to join both of those. And I also wanted to tell you that when we have our live shows, we interact and we learn and I give you some tips that hopefully will help you that you can turn around that same day and apply them and make them very easy to follow, very practical, and uh, that will get you a step closer to your success in the Montessori journey. But I can only do so much in the short amount of time. I'm respectful of your time and we all have things to do that day. So I can't sit here forever and teach forever and ever. I do more extended teaching several times a year, but I can't do that every single week for you. So what I do is that I invite you to join the weekly emails and I will put that in comments as well. If you want to go deeper in the topic that I have talked about that week, then you need to sign up because that week I will send you an email with more in-depth information about that topic. So if I take you three steps closer to transformation during the live show, then that email will get you even closer. Why? Because I give you more details about that topic. So you will be well on your way to being successful. You go to thenaturalhomeschool.com slash weekly emails, and it makes it very, very easy for you to just learn more. And it's completely free as well. You just sign up for free and it is right there for you every week in your inbox okay the easiest way for you to receive these emails easily is if you uh, whitelist the email so as soon as you receive the confirmation email you put the natural homeschool email address in your contacts and that way it will always go to your inbox instead of going to your spam or junk emails all right well let's get started on this awesome topic chores for children the montessori way there are many different ways to do chores or to help around the home, or, you know, there are so many names for it. And every week 
when I am going to be talking about a topic the days prior, I start little conversation starters inside these groups that, that I just mentioned, the Facebook groups. And I start asking questions. Hey, what do you think about this? And, it, and it's about that topic, okay? So I, it gives me a really good idea on where people are at, how interested they are, what I need to focus more on if people are not very knowledgeable in a certain thing about that topic and things like that. So it's very helpful. And so this week I was asking some questions about chores. And I got some wonderful lists of things that children help with around the home. And one of the important things is that that came up in a conversation was actually that some people call them chores, some people call them helping around the home, and some people call them practical life activities. There's no right or wrong in this, so I wanted to make that clear. Just make your decision and stick with it so children know what you're talking about instead of changing names over and over. Just think about it. Think what fits your family and your situation the best. If you're in a Montessori school, you might want to go with practical life activities uh, as the name for the chores. And if you are at home, you know, the sky's the limit. You can come up with some creative ideas. You might even want to share some with me in comments right now and give me some ideas on what you would use for this term. To some people, chores is a bit harsh. Um, it denotes maybe um, an obligation, which in a way it kind of is if you think about it, but it does eventually evolve into what we're going to be talking about. The sense of responsibility, the pride in, in participating in um, home activities, also taking a sense of ownership. When you have a sense of ownership, it just changes the dynamic and how you deal and how you handle the different things that you have to do, as opposed to when you feel like you're being forced to do it. So in our home, I call them chores, but in reality, you can divide it just like the practical life subject is divided. So let's get into it a little bit more and I will explain what I mean by dividing it, okay? If you do Montessori homeschool or you send your children to a Montessori school, you will know that the Montessori practical life curriculum consists of six categories. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't know, but they learn a variety of life skills. It's not just a big blob of practical life. It's actually more organized, if you will. So there are six categories and basically they all revolve around three main categories, care of self, which is the smallest, um, the nucleus in the circle, and then care for others and then care for the environment. So imagine like a, a circle with three rings. Uh, the, the one inside is self because children need to learn to care for themselves before they can learn to care for others or to care for the environment. And so today we're going to be focusing on that smallest circle, caring for self. And basically the bottom line is that kids do chores for many reasons. Children are able to develop responsibility, independence, cooperation. So if you are looking at becoming a centered, organized Montessori guide, and you want to nurture happy, normalized children as you create smooth, successful Montessori days, then you are definitely in the right place today. Let me know in comments what you know about this topic on chores, what you have applied. Just uh, write me a quick comment if you agree, if you disagree, if you have um, something to contribute, what you have tried and worked, what didn't work, if you knew that there were six categories in practical life or not. So let me let me um, ask you a few questions to get you started. 
do you have family chores at home? What about individual ones for each child to do? Do you rotate the chores where everyone gets to do it at a different time? Uh, do you have several family members that have daily responsibilities in your home? Whether you have older children or younger ones, we will be discussing what you can do to make chores easier and more doable. As I said before, uh, you know, there are many different ways that we can go about with chores. I personally have tried almost everything under the sun. I have two children and uh, we, we have some daily chores. We have some weekly chores. We have some chores that they rotate and some fixed chores. So uh, there are many different ways to approach it. It's not a one size fits all. And that's what I want to make very clear. The Montessori way is not um, just putting it in a box and saying, take it all or leave it. The Montessori way is uh, what I'm going to get into right now. So you pick your general idea of what chores you want to do, but there are some very specific um, Montessori ways of doing them. Okay, so number one, let me get this slide. Number one, make the nomenclature visual. So you will want to make sure that children understand the terms that you will be using in the chore list or the chore chart. You need to define the terms. They must know what these terms mean and also what the process is for each thing. So for example, if you say, get dressed, well, what does that mean, get dressed? So you define the term and then you explain the process of what it means to get dressed. If you say on the chore chart, eat breakfast, what, what does that mean? You talk about what that means and you talk about different options for breakfast. You also talk about the process of eating breakfast. And I always specify the Montessori way is not just doing the activity right then and there. The entire Montessori activity involves the setup and the cleanup. So really the Montessori activity is three parts, the setup, the activity itself, and the cleanup. Don't forget that because you will be doing the children a disservice and yourself a disservice if you are not focusing on the setup and the cleanup part, not just the activity. So this means that as you plan for the practical life Montessori activities that you want your children to become proficient and independent in, you will make sure they can easily decipher what those chores are, no matter at what age that you're applying this to. There are millions, literally, of printable chore charts out there. Some are spreadsheets, others are checklists, and there are so many others. The list goes on and on and on. But I am wanting to focus on the visual part of these chore charts. If children can see them, they can know what the chores are, even though they don't know how to read yet. You can get them laminated and use dry erase markers to mark them as done. Some people use the Velcro dots and they stick the little um, parts of the chores and then they move them. They remove them from where it says to do and they move them to the done part of the chart. So there are so many different ways that you can do it. You can use chore cards as well. No matter what method you decide to use, I highly recommend that you make it as visual as possible, especially for young children. 
there's a quote by Maria Montessori that says the environment must be rich in motives which lend interest to activity and invite the child to conduct his own experiences. If the child is going to do an activity, but they don't know what the activity is or what the process is, then they're not going to be interested in it or what's worse, they're not going to do it right. Let me show you real fast what one of my chores, chore charts look like, okay? Here's one. Here's another one. Here are the kitchen chores, and this is one that's on my on my site. This is just a, a sheet protector, and I use a, a clip with a magnet in the back. So I just clip it to I stick it to the to the fridge. There are many different ways of doing uh, chore charts. This one is the one that I made for my children that they do first thing in the morning every single day. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, um, basically, let me show you. I'm, I'm going to move this so you can see it better. My daily chores, I have one, two, three, and four. Here you have the clothes. Here you have the bedroom. Here you have the food. And here you have the toothbrushes. So here there are two chores that they do first. Get dressed and put clothes away. Okay? You define the terms go through the process, make sure that they understand it. But this is a good visual. Number one is the clothing part, and this is in their room. Number two, also in their room, make your bed and clean your room. And um, there is a, a very specific process that we go through in my children's chores, which is cleaning their room. We always start with the all the clothes. Always start with all the clothes. Look around the room and get any clothes, and then you decide to um, you decide if they're clean, then you put them away. If they're not clean, they go in the hamper. Then number two, all the shoes. All the shoes go in the closet where they belong. Number three, the books. Those three things are the easiest and fastest to clean. And then the fourth one, which is the one that takes the longest, is the toys. Because the toys, you know, sometimes they're Legos, sometimes they are stuffed animals, sometimes they're just little pieces. And so they just take so much longer. But if we remove the difficult, uh, the easiest parts, then you leave that bigger task for the very end, but it actually makes it easier because you've removed all the other pieces from it and it makes it easier to see what you need to clean at the very end. And then number three, you eat breakfast and you clean your area. So remember, you set up, you do the breakfast activity and then you clean up, you clean your area. They don't walk away and leave their bowl or their plate or their drink or whatever on the counter. They clean it up. They actually wash their things. And then lastly, brush your teeth and brush your hair. And I know that it sounds like, oh, why would you do that at the very end when you get dressed? I mean, this is just what works for our family. You can decide to change it to make it different. It just makes it easier for us that while one is cleaning up their breakfast thing, the other one is in the bathroom. So you have bedroom, bedroom, kitchen, bathroom, and it just makes it easier for us to do. Uh, you will be able to get a download of this for free at the end. I'll give you the link at the end of this training if you are interested in following this. But I wanted to give you the idea on how it's such a simple and easy visual chart. We have defined the terms. Uh, at first, I had my children check these off. I have this on the fridge so they can see it from the kitchen and know what comes next. But they also each have a copy in their own room. So as they completed the bedroom, the two bedroom parts, um, I really simplified it. They could uh, check them off 
on the dots with the dry erase marker, but now they just do it on automatic. They don't even want to take time to check them off. They just move on to the next thing, which is a great thing to do. Okay. I just wanted to show you this visual. I will tell you how to get this at the end of today's training. It is a free download to get you started, but it is important that you define the terms and that you help the children um, know exactly what is expected of them with each of the activities. Very, very Montessori-like, right? You do a lesson presentation or the chores as well. Next, number two, let me show you this slide. Make chores age appropriate. That is a no-brainer, right? But some people actually don't think about that. They think that, oh, no, no, nobody is um, going to be able to do this at this age. But remember that there are many different levels for each of the chores. So even if they can't complete the entire chore, at least they can do parts of it. And you can add more and more parts to the chores as you go through. And then eventually they will get to do the entire chore. Making sure that children have age-appropriate chores is a big key to their success. You can have a successful chore system that can include a single chore chart for multiple children. Did you hear that? You can have a successful chore system that can include a single chore chart for multiple children. Think about it. This is the chore chart that I use for both my children. Both of them are able to follow along even though they are over two years apart. Think about possibly having older children or siblings or another family member to rotate, helping the younger ones. And by helping, I mean observing, not doing the things for them. Remember the Maria Montessori quote where she says, never help a child with a task at which he feels he can succeed? Well, this applies to this as well. Demonstrating is okay at first, but the point is to create those chores age appropriate from the beginning so the child can do it themselves, even if it's just a part of it. And then eventually you start adding, adding, adding little pieces until they can do the whole thing on their own. You can also make chores a collaborative activity. For example, the older child can rinse the dishes at the sink and the toddler can load the dishwasher. So the, the older child that reaches the sink can rinse them off and pass them on to the toddler and the toddler loads the dishwasher. Or the older child can dry the dishes and the toddler can put them away in the counters or in the cabinets, sorry. Or the other way around. If the toddler can't reach some cabinets, then the toddler will dry them off and the older child will put them away in the cabinets. So you can also make it work that way, okay? So I have just a little tiny break for you just for a minute, and I will be back with the third point for the chore charts, and then I'm going to tell you how you can get this free download today. All right, stay tuned.
All right, so I wanted to show you a very quick, um, super quick visual of a printable set for more chores. It just kept going and going, but I just wanted to show you the very basic. Um, it is a set of 12 printable chore chart activities that go beyond what we're doing today. Today, we're just doing the care for self, like I showed you here on this chart, to get ready for the day, brush your teeth, brush your hair, um, things like that. Uh, general hygiene things and get ready to get started in the day, things that you will want children to know to do every day because they will literally do it every day in their lives. So I wanted to show you that that goes beyond like helping with taking the trash out. Um, my children rotate between um, cleaning the homeschool table and cleaning the kitchen counter, things like that. They just rotate kind of going around. They all learn to experience all of the different chores without really getting burned out because they keep um, their activities a little different. Now, let's go to point number three. That one is very important. Uh, that one is practice one chore until mastery. Now that we have talked about several options for chore charts for children to help around the home or to learn to care for themselves, let's make sure that we do it at the right rate. This will seem to be, you know, counterproductive at first because it will take long, but let me give you more insight on this. For one, if you add too many chores at once, the child won't gain mastery and you will need to repeat the steps and really demonstrate a lot more. There are just too many steps for a little one to remember if you give them a list of all so many chores all at once, just give them one at a time practice it a few times until mastery and then add another one and then another one. It makes more sense, right? That way you focus on one thing. It is best to focus on one chore at a time until the child masters it or pretty close to mastering before adding another one. Focusing on one chore at a time will help the child with practicing and refining fine motor skills without tiring their little hands, right? There's a quote by Maria Montessori that says, it is true that we cannot make a genius. We can only give to teach child the chance to fulfill his potential possibilities. So we need to offer them those options, those chances, those opportunities to fulfill their potential possibilities. And remember, you make them visual, you make them age appropriate, and you make them doable by only adding one at a time, okay? I think it is obvious that giving children chores is beneficial. We can all agree on that. They instill a positive sense of pride, collaboration, and independence, which are all important premises, the Montessori method. But as you determine which ones you will begin with, I hope that you consider these three important points that I mentioned above. They really can make all the difference, guys, if you give children the visual the age-appropriate chores, and you help them practice one chore at a time, it really will make all the difference. So I want to share with you the chore chart that I made for my children that has been very helpful. Here's the free download for you. You can get it at thenaturalhomeschool.com and you can search daily chores or you can go to, let me show you real quick. I just put it in comments thenaturalhomeschool.com slash daily chores. So you look at that link and um, 
the easiest way is probably to go to the naturalhomeschool.com and then search daily chores. You will see the picture of that of that chore chart right there. And that's how you know you are in the right place. I put that in comments so you can have access to it. It is a free download. I know that it is not necessarily the order that you would prefer or that uh, works best for your family, but it is a really great guide. I have tried it um, in many different ways, and this is the one that works best for us. So I wanted to share with you in case you wanted it too. You can just print it and start using it right away. Ours is right here. I just grabbed it off of the fridge this morning uh, because this one is hanging on our fridge and it gives my children a really good visual on what to do each morning as they get ready for the day. So let me know what you think and don't forget to grab your free printable. Let me know if you think it's going to help you or if you uh, feel like it, it is going to be a good way for you to get started on the chores. That means, um, you know, that will help you to guide your children in starting the day right. I made it very simple. I made it very visual, but I also made sure that I took the time to explain the terms and to explain the process for each of those things. I simplified it as much as I could to where they had to do only two things in each category. So it goes faster and faster and faster for my children now that they have been doing this for months. We've been using this chart for months and it works great. So I wanted to share with you and hopefully you will find it helpful as well. You just go to the naturalhomeschool.com and search on the search window at the top. You go to daily chores and it will take you there very easily. All right. I'm going to show you the link, the direct link here, but it's also in your comments. You can copy it, thenaturalhomeschool.com slash daily dash chores dot html it is beautiful it is colorful very visual but also very simplified where children can see the picture see the quick list and know exactly what to do very very simple and the way that i put it together it makes it very simple for children to be independent and the one chart for multiple children brilliant huh one chart for multiple children. All right. Well, it has been so great to have you here today. I am very excited that you joined us and I will see you next week with another topic that will get you closer to your Montessori success and your tangible transformation. I will see you next week. Bye. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to, and I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with the naturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.